You're unstoppable, Kyle. You're a Porsche with no brakes. Kyle, were you listening to my playlist? Yay, women, 2023. Good job, Kyle. DarbyCast, Wildcard Friday. Kyle and I, we were just talking about women and men. Tough to talk about one without the other. For the longtime listeners, you know, I used to have a playlist entitled Yay Women 2022. A lot of Aguilera on that playlist. It's not necessarily my go-to playlist on any given day. When I go to the gym, I typically listen to a collection of tracks that I have titled A Blind Guy at His First Rave. Now, there's something powerful about that imagery, and you know it. Now, think about how guys from the Middle East dance. They give it their all. Now, add a lack of sight and a first-time experience with house music. You are getting dance moves that are coming straight from the heart, straight from the soul. But it's Darby Cast. It's Wildcard Friday. And if you're new here, either check in or check out. Either stay and enjoy it or get out and never come back. That is what it looks like to be all in. But to be all in's tough. Now let's trace it back to men and women. Have you seen how tepid dating is these days, Kyle? People do not want to put their hearts on the line. And I get it. Let's zoom in on a guy named Kevin for a second. First off, yuck, right? What did any guy named Kevin do to deserve a name like that? Like, talk about 2-7 offsuit to be dealt in the name department, and you just have to bluff your way to victory? You make the best with what you have. If your name's Kevin, you know, last week or two weeks ago, because Kyle fucked up on the audio engineering last week, Kyle, you messed up that episode that was really nice. It was super dynamic. I talked about a fat Italian guy named Giovanni trying to hack it in the Bay Area during this stormy weather where there were just rivers of poo washing through the city. And I even gave a fix for that, not for the weather, but for the poo and the crime. And what was that? Militias. Not offensive militias, but defensive. Also, militias that have musical capabilities. Kyle, I was about to revive the flute industry with that episode. And you took that away from everyone. But I forgive you, okay? Hate the sinner, not the sin. Except in reverse. Right, Kyle? But back to Kevin. Okay, let's just paint a picture of Kevin. He got picked fourth, maybe third to last on every sports team ever. So he wasn't like completely the worst, but nobody was fired up on Kevin. I know many of you are saying, I want to hear more about the flute industry and that revival. And I might get back to that, but today's more about Kevin, who's a walking disaster. Kevin found hair gel in middle school and he took it way too far. That's every Kevin you've ever heard of. Whether he's Caucasian or Asian, I don't think they name Latinos Kevin. There are black Kevins though, Kevin Garnett. Nice bank shots back when he played. 
very intense kind of guy. He made it out, right? But he's one of a select few who overcame Kevin. Overcomingkevin.com. Kyle, buy it and let's make it a Kevin awareness site. Mainly for parents. Let's make it like a resource center where parents can subscribe to a newsletter that will eh, maybe be like one email that just says, go to City Hall and get this fixed before your kid finds hair gel. Because after that, it's over. Kevins are not doing well with the ladies right now. They never have been. But Kevin's an average looking guy. There are not a ton of attractive Kevins. The deck has been stacked against him. And Kevin was saying, I'm just going to go to college. And then I'm going to get a job. And then I'm going to get a family. But the way things are going... Okay, Kyle, suddenly Kevin is not doing well. And you got guys on the television, Dirty Jobs, Mike Rowe, who typically has a good message. Says, get in there, do your best. Kevin is beyond trying, though. And we can kind of see why. A, his name's Kevin. B, Kevin entered the corporate world after college. He got a degree in sociology. Good call, Kevin. But he went to the corporate world, and then he was the featured slide on a lot of PowerPoints. Not just his demographic, but they'd like flash pictures of Kevin on the screen and be like, Kevin's the worst. He's a colonial power. Everyone look at Kevin. Assess his malevolence. If you don't rate it over an eight, Pay better attention. We will have another seminar tomorrow. We will have wackier transitions with the bullet points of the PowerPoint. So you got that to look forward to. Everyone just slugs Kevin in the arm after the meeting. Be like, thanks a lot for ruining Africa, Kevin. Kevin starts to believe it. Kevin says, ah, fuck me, I ruined Africa. What a world. I didn't even finish my thought on two weeks ago that I featured Dr. Jordan Peterson in a time travel journey to Egypt. That's worth listening to. I don't really have a ton of bones to pick with Dr. JP, aside from the fact that he doesn't help young men build community. He does a great job at helping guys reorient themselves a little bit to zoom out of the culture and be like, Kevin, you actually didn't ruin Africa. That was a bit of a stretch. In fact, that's, what the fuck is that even about? And it's like nobody told Kevin that that was an option to like not buy in. And then you got Jordan Peterson coming around saying, Kevin, clean your room, wash your penis, and regard dominance hierarchies of lobsters. And then Kevin's doing pretty well. But Kevin's still struggling in the ladies' department, which isn't a shock. Kevin's 5'10 and a half, and he's tried wearing the Skechers that like make you a little bit taller, but Kevin's not six feet. He's tried going on the dating apps, and boy, do the chicks sniff him out real quick and say, you're not six feet, Kevin, and your job as a data analyst, I'm not buying that. Look at how cakey your hair is. You're probably a horse masturbator, and that's just a little residue from on-the-job whodunits. It's rough to be named Kevin. That's what I'm trying to say. 
I think it's important that guys take a little personal responsibility, but that is not the name of the game in all respects. Kevin needs a group. In the past, men and women getting together was not all about swiping left and right and trying to figure out somebody's body count by using euphemistic language. It was different than that. People went to places in person and they rubbed elbows. A place like that, church. Another place, Arby's. Who goes to Arby's anymore? Isn't that the fairy tale that everybody's looking for? Think about some gal named Katrina for a second. I was just fiending for some curly fries, so quite naturally I went to Arby's. I got a strawberry shake. I don't know, I was feeling a little risky. And then there was this guy behind me, and his hair was like not my favorite, but he paid for my curly fries, and he didn't have to do that. In the industry, that's what we like to call being ambushed by unconventional romance. How many gals are craving a proper story? Meeting somebody on a dating app is not the fairy tale that women want. Women want to be rescued out of a riptide, Kevin, you stupid son of a bitch. Either as a metaphor or quite literally. Kevin, why aren't you patrolling the beaches, wearing red swim trunks, and role-playing as a lifeguard? Nobody's giving Kevin this kind of coaching. And that's why if you know somebody named Kevin, you should probably send this episode to him and be like, we're about to rewrite the script that is the horror movie that is your life. Okay, Kev? Oh, how many of you just nearly barfed all over your own chests when I just said Kev? Nicknames are supposed to ring true, but that's in the industry what we call a double whammy. Kevin to Kev? Disgusting. Kevin needs to take a couple chances, but so does Katrina. I'm guilty of spending too much time on the web, surfing the web. I should be learning how to surf regular. And I should be encouraging guys named Kevin, go save that chick. She's about to die in that choppy sea. And that could be interpreted metaphorically or quite literally. Okay, Kevin, you idiot. Peterson isn't going this hard on guys named Kevin. Maybe Jordan Peterson's words land with some people and then they kind of piece it together at the end. They're like, wait a second. I've done a lot of work on myself. Maybe it's time to link up with other people and then build in-person community and go to church. Figure out what this fella JC was all about. You know where high-quality people meet now? That's right. Churches. And farmer's markets. And libraries? Kyle, do you have a library card? It's okay to say no. I feel like we've built that kind of space in this studio. Get a little vulnerable. Ah, I don't have a library card. That's a step towards personal growth, Kyle. Let's zero in on Katrina for a second. Social media is the bane of many a woman's existence. I've heard this, and I've seen it as well. From an early age, gals are encouraged to carefully manicure 
an online persona that's fun, happy, a little bit sassy, kind of a bitch sometimes, a little bit of tood, Katrina's tood, and there's a seductive element of it. I see it. Let's say your name's Katrina. If you're a guy, this might be a little bit of a stretch, but let's say you've got a thick, juicy caboose and you haven't shown it off online. Ladies, you actually know this story pretty well. Maybe this has happened to you. Maybe this has happened to a friend. You start off posting modest pictures where you're wearing sweaters and you look cute, but you notice some of your friends have taken the plunge off the high dive that is sluttiness into the deep end of nonsense. And they're getting a lot of love for showing off their butt cheeks. Katrina, beside herself with a moral dilemma, says, I'm not a whore, but what if I took whoredom out for a test drive? Lo and behold, Katrina gets 8,000 likes on a picture that she puts up, and she is just a couple inches of fabric away from a butthole accident. And it's like, Katrina, that is not what your dad, Nathan, intended for you. But did Nathan even have a shot at keeping his daughter away from the internet? No. Nor did Kevin's mom. You know that marriage didn't work out. Kevin's got a single mom. Things weren't working. They couldn't put their finger on it. It was Kevin's fault, but it was their fault for naming him Kevin. What a chain reaction of negative events. Kevin is the leading cause of divorce of parents with kids named Kevin. Get a buzz cut, Kevin. Okay, people might get the wrong idea about your political leanings as a result thereof, but it sure beats the hair gel who done it. The reason I say get a buzz cut, Kevin, is because we all know you would take a comb and you would do a center part. And that is so much worse than the equine ejaculate look that you've been trying to pull off for decades. Okay. The center part? This just speaks to Kevin not having any uh, friends. Kevin wants to be a part of something. And then romance happens as a positive consequence of that. Because ladies, they pick up on when a guy is a pro. Like, imagine if Kevin played the flute in a militia. Yeah, we're back to it. Or if he played the steel drums. Total wild card. But ask any lady. They are titillated by unpredictability. You ever met a guy named Kevin? And then out of nowhere, he said, can I talk to you in private? And you said, ah, I'm not really into that, but sure. You seem like you need to vent. And then he just blows your mind with, I'm actually pretty amazing at the steel drums. Of course that hasn't happened to you. Because this podcast has not been spoken into existence yet. And we haven't completely rewritten the fabric of reality for Kevin. Kevin used to stay up late. And he heard steel drums at one point. The Girls Gone Wild theme song. Imagine if Kevin was leading a militia with his tasty tunes and he was just playing the Girls Gone Wild theme. All of a sudden, every day is Mardi Gras in a spiritual sense. Chicks aren't taking their jugs out for Kevin. He's never going to be that guy. 
but they think about it. Gals over 25, they hear that steel drum and they're like, ah, do these jugs of mine need to get a little air? Maybe. Kevin needs meaning in his life and he needs to be a part of a group. Percussion liaison of local militia. And Kevin's been living his life as a complete phony. So let me tell you why he'd also be a tremendous asset to have in a militia, because he could sniff out feds. Kevin thought about joining the CIA like 14 times. And he actually sent in 14 applications. They were denied every time because the CIA is like, no, no, Kevin, absolutely not. But he'd be able to sniff out feds who tried to infiltrate a militia. They got the high and tight haircut. They're wearing cargo shorts. Kevin is a rare bird in that he wears cargo shorts and he's not a federal agent. Talk about an elite fraternity of guys. Kevin is of the school of thought that you never know when you're going to happen across a skipping stone and need to save it for later. You might not be by a body of water in that given moment. And I think we can celebrate that about Kevin, Kyle. Cargo shorts? We've been ripping on Kevin pretty hard on this episode, but let's just say he knows a good skipping stunt when he sees one. Even if Kevin found a chick who was so down on her luck on a dating app that she said, I'm at the end of my rope. For over a decade, I've had a personal rule that I don't date Kevins, but I am just so distraught that I'm going to give this guy a shot. Even if Kevin got his shot, it wouldn't last because that's an incomplete connection. What is he going to say on that first date when Katrina says, Hey, you big jerk, what do you do, Kevin? I work as a data analyst and get ripped on all the time by a black tranny in a wheelchair named Chrysanthemum. Now, what's going to rustle a gal's jimmies? A story like that? Or I play the Girls Gone Wild steel drum theme for a group of 30 as we march around municipalities and do the job that government won't. And that's enforce laws and uphold the peace. Now, the real fairy tale is if Katrina doesn't hear that after a prearranged dating app whodunit, she sees it when she walks out of a Trader Joe's. She's got some of the best snacks imaginable, but she just drops her grocery bags and says, I would date that guy even if I found out his name was Kevin. Katrina's with her friend, Sabrina. Katrina and Sabrina, double dare you to fucking buy me a Jack and Coke. Those girls exist. That's not the vast majority of women, but Katrina's and Sabrina's, that archetype, they're around. Katrina and Sabrina would be overcome with lust for Kevin, steel drum artist, and his friend Bobby, who's playing the flute in a way that nobody's really been able to pull off since the 1800s. Nobody's told Bobby that past the age of 14, you go by Rob or Robert. So many guys are struggling right now, and it's maybe just for the sheer fact that none of them are part of militias sniffing out feds. 
Bobby would be okay at that as well. He's no Kevin when it comes to sniffing out feds in a militia. Feds are so easy to identify, though. They're going to introduce themselves, hey, I'm Colton. And it's like, nobody's named Colton. You're wearing cargo shorts. You've got the high and tight, kind of like alt-right meme haircut. And you keep insisting that we should firebomb government buildings. Colton, I get the sense that you're not on the level. That's Kevin for you, sniffing it out. Sabrina takes a liking to Bobby. Katrina takes, she's enamored with Kevin. If you're a female listening to this, can you imagine falling in love with somebody named Kevin? Like not as a joke? It's possible. It's rare, but it's possible. Guys, if your name was Kevin. Can you imagine landing some hot chick named Katrina and just treating her right? And she's just so impressed with your program that she deletes all her social media profiles and says, Kevin, would you, would you raw dog me and maybe we start a family? A couple steps happen before that, but like that is where it all ends up. <sighs> Love, right, Kyle? Incredible stuff. I am giving a roadmap for relational success belonging to a larger group some gals right now are asking well what of us we can't be a part of the militia nor do we want to be and that is a beautiful attitude to have we do not want women in combat roles we want you supporting the militia most of the militia by the way is unpaid this is like an extracurricular for most people but people pay kevin Everybody chips in and says, we know what's been going on at Intel, a computer company. Kevin, boy, were you verbally abused. What the hell was that about? Listen, Kevin, I don't like you very much at all, but even I have boundaries that I won't cross in verbally assaulting someone. Kevin, you're not everything that's wrong with Africa. If you're a guy named Kevin listening to this, wouldn't that just give you license to breathe for the first time in a long time? Some guy who's 15 years older than you, a mentor, if you will, Kevin, pay attention. He says, Kevin, you're a piece of garbage, but you're not the whole dumpster. Look at me, Kevin. I mean that. Kevin would then issue the most brave Steel drum solo that would just put the entire country of Jamaica to shame. It'd put Sandals Resort out of business globally. You would be fascinated how little encouragement Kevin requires. His whole life has been a complete bummer. What if we just flipped the script and said, Kevin, you belong somewhere? And by jumping in with both feet, you're going to find romance? And then all of a sudden, women in the area are saying, I don't want to look bad in front of Kevin. That sounds insane. Just as a statement standing by itself without all the context of this episode. A woman saying, I don't want to look bad in front of Kevin. That's never been said before in the history of mankind. Kevin, women would consider you. Wow, right? Unreal. Am I authoring a cultural revival right now? Do I do that in a lot of episodes, Kyle? 
yes, and yes. Kevin's parents are never getting back together. That ship has sailed. But Kevin's life could start to take shape. Watch some Jordan Peterson videos if your name's Kevin, or if your name's different from that. Take a lot of that stuff in and say, there's some value here. It's not the whole pie, but it's a juicy piece. And speaking of juicy pieces, Katrina. I feel bad for gals that have gotten swept up in social media. It's been pervasive and terrible, but I think we're experiencing an awakening where gals say, Sabrina, would you like to go to the farmer's market with me? Maybe sample some $40 three-ounce jars of artisanal honey? And then Sabrina says, yeah, hell yeah. And it's like, Sabrina, we're not going to talk like that anymore. It's over. The militia might be walking by and we can't use our meme social media party girl voices anymore. We just have to speak from our hearts. How different is that coming from Katrina than saying, let's go to Coachella, try to find a gangbang tent. And it's like, nah, that's not safe. That's just not safe. Let's say this doesn't happen and Kevin continues working for Intel corporate, spending the vast majority of his time enjoying naked Japanese gymnasts accept alternate payment for babysitter jobs. That doesn't go well. Kevin gets swept up into some gnarly ideologies, if that's the case. He either goes hard right or hard left. And he does become pretty woman-hating because they're not giving him the time of day. But it's like, Kevin, come on. You have a role in this. There is a society-wide moral degradation, but you're not, not a part of it. What's that? You're a part of it. It's what we like to call the scenic route to arriving at a conclusion. Commie Kevin sounds worse than Nazi Kevin, to be honest. But neither sounds good. Unless Kevin can join a church or a militia, I'm terrified for everybody. Because if Kevin keeps going down this path, the first thought he's going to have in the morning if he's lefty Kevin is fucking whitey. And if he becomes far right Kevin, he's going to just be like, Jews. And say, like, Kevin, life's a little bit more complex than either of those uh, explanations. It's okay, I get that you're rattled. But then Katrina's getting no love, and men and women don't do exceptionally well on their own. Have you noticed that, Kyle? If a guy stays single too long, and listen, we are in that boat, Kyle. What are we doing? I don't watch pornography, but I think you do. Latinas, right? It is Latinas, Kyle. But gals left to their own devices are just as bad as dudes. In different ways. Men and women need each other. That is the big takeaway from this whodunit. Kevin sucks. Katrina's trash. But together they could be so much more. But to come together, there are prerequisite steps. Community. Belonging. A little bit of unplugging from the web. And then taking a chance, a chance to dance.com.
I just solved a lot of stuff, Kyle. But now we have to follow through on the coaching that I'm giving. Put on a pair of slacks, Kyle. And let's go to a music store. You strike me as a clarinet guy, Kyle. You're not steel drums. You are not a flautist. You're clarinet through and through. Farmer's market, library, church, militia, philosophy club, bowling league. Ladies, go to a bowling alley if you want to link up with a guy named Doug. A little bit heavy set, huge calves, sharp widow's peak. But he will love you so hard. Not like physically, but emotionally. Doug is a fierce lover. No shortage of Dougs at bowling alleys. Ladies, maybe you're into guys who work at stables. Guys named Roger. Rough hands. Tender hearts. How about that? Go for a trail ride this week. Map it out. Dial your friend Sabrina or Sabrina equivalent. And you say, hey, Sabrina, I'm thinking about maybe doing an activity. And when she says, you want to get fucking drunk right now? And it's like, well, Sabrina, it's 8 a.m. on a Wednesday. We're going to do things differently. I'm going to be a leader. We're going to go outside and we're not going to bring our phones. You better believe that's going to get a big old what out of Sabrina. But if nothing else is working, what's the risk of trying something new? Wow, right? That'll do it for Darbycast Wildcard Friday.